Dave and Deeran in the morning. Weekday mornings, 5.30 to 10. We get a lot done over the course of a week. And what we really enjoy doing is presenting for you the top five things that happen. Here on this podcast, it's Dave and Darren's Top Five Things. I'm Dave. He's Darren. The Top Five Things will be along in a moment. This whole enterprise is being brought to us by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Yeah, and it's important to remember that Nature's Treatment is the only locally owned dispensary, so keep that in mind. Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Both locations are open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis. And Mylan also offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain. Where do we get started? How about number one? One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. This story comes to us from a town called Silsby, Texas, a town in Hardin County. 21 miles north of Beaumont, population 6,935. Some famous people have come out of Silsby. Uh, For example, the football player Len Garrett. Uh, Mark Henry, uh, a strongman and retired professional wrestler. Uh, Basketball player Brandy McCain and pornographic actress Chloe Jones, all called Silsby, Texas home. None of them are in this story. Wow, that is famous. This woman is mowing her lawn. Yep. Right? Did you hear this story? Do you know where this nope. one's going? Nope. I haven't heard this one. So this woman is out mowing her lawn. How would you like to mow my lawn? <laughs> when a snake falls out of the sky and lands on her. Okay. Only to be followed by a hawk that swooped down and attacked both her and the snake at the same time. Yeah, so if the snake lands on you, uh-huh. I'm coming for the snake. That's my snake. Peggy Jones recounts her terrifying ordeal, saying she was on her tractor mowing her backyard when a snake landed on her, and the snake wrapped itself around her arm, squeezing tight. Save me. No thanks. Better than your neck. She says all she could think to say was, quote, Help me, Jesus. It's not weird enough you got a snake falling from the sky. Now here comes the hawk. Help me, Jesus. Uh And he's like, now what? He's like, where do you think the snake came from? (laughs) We're having having some fun up here. This is is what we do for fun. Yeah, she was on her tractor mowing. Snake suddenly fell on her and wrapped herself around, wrapped itself around her arm she says the snake was squeezing so hard i was waving my arms in the air and then this hawk was swooping down clawing at my arm over and over that's a pretty cool move though by the snake uh yeah pretty baller i'm telling you looking at this woman's arm this hawk did a number on her this is hard to look at onto her arm and a hawk comes chasing after it just started praying out, Jesus, help me. Please, Jesus, help me. Thank you for joining us this evening. I'm Bill Barajas. That woman actually crediting the hawk with saving her life, even though it injured her in the process. It happened. <laughs> I think Jesus was no help. The hawk, though, really came through for me. Who's this Bill Baraja? 
Bill Baraha is uh, is your Channel Two uh, news anchor here, telling us this the story. And at Peggy Jones, you'll only hear on Channel We can't two. talk nonsense to Bill Baraha. Jones is home near Silsby, north of Beaumont. It's an interview you'll see only on Two. The woman spoke with KPRC 2's Corley Peel. Corley, we're very proud of the fact that we have the exclusive rights to the story of a woman. No one else is interested in this story. Who fought off a snake and then a hawk? Peggy Jones says she hasn't been able to sleep much since the snake and hawk attacked her. Luckily, she didn't receive an event. I don't know. If there's a roof over your head, you should be okay. Yeah, I think eventually you're going to get tired and you should just... The chance of it happening actually in your house is probably next to none. I mean, the chance of it happening in your front lawn was next to none too, though. ...or serious injuries, but she says this will scar her for life. The wrap around Peggy Jones' arm covers the scars after a snake and hawk attacked her in her backyard. I was mowing on our property well, and... Mm, I, I don't know that you can say that the snake attacked her. <laughs> yeah, the snake obviously fell from the talons of the and hawk. And was just trying to save itself. Yeah, it, there, there's no malice here. That's good. That's a good point, Darren. I'll give you the hawk attack. Yeah. Just out of the sky, out of the clear blue, a snake fell onto my arm. She says the snake held on tight. I began to sling the snake off of my arm, and he wrapped around my arm and just held on tight. He kept striking in my face. He was striking my glasses. The snake give me those glasses, you. And really, the, even the hawk probably wasn't so much attacking her as just trying to get his snake. <laughs> right. The hawk wouldn't attack her for just mowing her lawn. Yeah, I don't think so. I, You've got my dinner. I don't I don't know that you can uh, call either of those attacks. Hank wouldn't back down. Just started praying out, Jesus, help me. Please, Jesus, help me. Jones got another surprise. A hawk came down. He grabbed the snake and tried to take the snake off, but he guess he didn't have a good grip. He, the, the hawk kept coming down. He came down about four times. He finally got the snake and took off with the snake and... I looked down and I was covered in blood. My arm was pretty tore up. Jones' husband rushed her to the hospital. Uh, I had venom all over my my right eye lens of my glasses. Even the doctors had a hard time believing her story. I think they kind of thought I might have been on drugs because they asked my daughter and my husband what kind of drugs I was taking, but it was definitely no drug. Okay, <laughs> when you're at the hospital, they ask questions about prescriptions you're taking. To make sure that there's not some sort of interaction. Could someone clean my glasses? He slimed me. Yeah. Now that uh, is a neat right. detail. So there's venom all over the glasses. You're mowing the lawn. All of a sudden, a snake is uh, falls from the sky. Yeah. And wraps its arm around. Or yeah. Wraps itself around your arm. Right. You're crying for Jesus's help. Yes. And he sends a hawk your way. <laughs> It's like here's your help. It's like <laughs> it's like that inspirational poster, right? Yeah. Lord, uh, there were only one set of footprints. It was then that I sent the hawk to attack you. Believes the always hawk on the is, job is a reason her life was spared. Jesus doesn't get any days off. I think that was God's way of um, letting letting me live and. Mm -hmm. 
because I, I couldn't figure out a way the snake was not letting go of my arm. I just feel thankful that I'm alive. Jones says it's unclear what kind of snake attacked her, and it's unclear where the snake came from, but she believes the hawk might have been carrying the snake before it fell on her. But yeah, again yeah, that's absolutely what happened. What other explanation would there be for a snake falling out of the sky? I think it might have had something to do with that hawk. You ever seen uh, you ever seen the hawks or uh, eagles with a snake? I'm looking at a picture of one now. No, Look. but I mean like in real life. No. Yeah. That's pretty boss. Yeah, I've seen. And it. it's a mystery. Corley Peel, KPR. No, this is not a mystery. The hawk had the snake, then it dropped the snake. And then the wanted the snake back. Yes. There's no mystery here. This is I I can solve this. You can go ahead and get out of the mystery machine. I got this one. The hawk dropped the snake. Proceed to news. Wow. She thinks it might have had something to do with the hawk dropping the snake, but no way to know for sure. Sometimes snakes just fall from the sky. Wow. There's a big snake hanging right uh, on top of the gate. I think a hawk put it there, but it could be something else. I don't know. It fell out. Jaja's very concerned. Jaja just fell out of the sky. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 A harrowing tale of survival, Darren. Yes. This coming to us from the Cherokee National Forest where two hikers are in the news because they were lost for almost 24 hours. Oh, wow. How do, you, how do you survive something like that? Well, one of them tells the press, quote, we wouldn't be alive without each other. 24 hours in the forest, huh? And uh, you think that this is... I'm just so scared. <laughs> we kept our wits about us in the... 24 hours we were out in the uh, forest. Two hikers in Tennessee, uh, Monroe County. And the thing about it is... Lost for almost 24 hours, yes. Were they lost for 24 hours or they were in the forest for 24 hours? <laughs> because it could very well be that, like, for 16 hours, 17, 18 hours, they knew exactly where they were. <laughs> Let's Let's go to Channel 8 in Knoxville and get the details right, here. We're hearing from the two hikers who were lost in the woods in Monroe County for almost 24 hours. Almost this Monday. 24 they went hours? On Sunday night after getting lost on Trail 88 in the Bald River Falls area. No cell service. Officers from Monroe County Sheriff's Office as well as the National Guard conducted that search and rescue. They were able to find those two just after 6.30 Monday night. They shared their story with our Ellie Bird. And at some point, we just were like, we got to keep moving, but we didn't have any food or water for two days, so we were severely dehydrated, and we, at some point, both didn't think we were going to make it out of there. Garrett Prine and Grace Simmerly went to the Bald River Falls area for what was supposed to be a quick afternoon trip. But after a wrong turn on Trail 88, they were lost in an area with no cell phone service and no supplies. We were so on like, Trail 89. Hydration, you know, and get our bodies, you know, Hydrated, we had to like dip our clothes in the creek because that's the only way that we could make sure that we weren't too severely dehydrated. The pair says during the night they each went unconscious because of exhaustion. Or, or did you fall asleep? Or, or you just got a little sleepy? I mean, I, I, 
I lost consciousness due to exhaustion last night. Where's my parade? Emily says at one point she thought she may have to separate from Prime to get help. I like this. At one point I thought, I got to ditch this loser. And I was in my mind, I was like, you know what? The least I can do, the only thing I could think of was I'm going to just hack Saw Ridge and like no man left behind, take his shirt off, take two like sturdy branches and time together and just like carry his body through the train. Prine and Simmons say they are glad they didn't split up and would not have made it out alive without each other. They say they are grateful for the search and rescue operation and they have never been so happy to see someone in their life. We're both in agreement. We are not going to go hiking for a while. Yeah. Um, we're going to give it a little break because it, it was something that we just, it was completely terrifying. We thought we weren't going to make it out at some point, and we just, we worked together to get out of there. So we want everyone to know that it's way better to be prepared and to just go out there and make sure you have everything you need because you never know when you're going to get in a situation where you can end up like we were. In loud couple of and idiots. What, and whatever forest. you do, don't bring this numbskull with you. Well, I think it's fascinating watching this coverage. She was going to take his shirt off and do what? And drag him. Drag him. Hacksaw Ridge. I'll drag you to Hacksaw Ridge. There. They're, Leave me alone, I'm trying to sleep. They're interviewing both of these numbskulls, but for some reason, he has nothing to say. She's doing all the talking. At one point, you hear him go, yeah. But, like, they don't, even, they don't even show him on camera. They show his feet. I wonder if he was like, don't put me on the TV. I don't, I this is so embarrassing. I didn't think we were lost. I'm Ellie Bird, WVLT News. Yeah, he kept he kept suggesting that maybe to uh, conserve body uh, strength that uh, we make love in the forest. Now he seemed plenty prepared for that. The two were found Monday night around 6:45. They were immediately taken to UT Medical Center, suffering minor injuries. Yeah, they were given a a sucker and a swift kick here's, in the butt. Here's a Pedialyte and a map. <laughs> Go home. Get out of here. This this hospital is for people with actual problems, not wandering in the forest for a day. We were never so happy to see some passed out from exhaustion. <laughs> you mean you went to sleep? Well, at night. At night. It happened at night. We were just so exhausted at night that we lost consciousness. Yes. You didn't. Just like I did at ten thirty last it's not last me. evening. You're not losing consciousness. I mean, I suppose you are, but what a what a harrowing tale of survival this was. I had some wild dreams last night. <laughs> Taken to the University of Tennessee Medical Center. What are these two idiots here for? Well, they got lost in the forest for a day. Have them sit over there. They had to dip their clothes in the creek not to get dehydrated. Walking around in wet clothes does not hydrate you. You don't you don't take in water from your your skin. What what kind of lizard people are you? Well, it's just a good good message for everybody out there to be prepared because we were not. We thought we were just going to go out for a couple hours, but at some point I thought I was going to have to put some sticks together and carry his body out. I thought I was going to have sex in the woods. I uh, I misjudged how this was going to go. <laughs> Quote, I was in my mind like, you know what the least I could do, the only thing I could think of was I was just going to hacksaw Ridge and like no man left behind. I was going to take his shirt off, 
take two sturdy branches and tie them together and just like carry his body through the terrain. You mean drag him? Yeah, I kept trying to get her to take my shirt off and, uh, you know, see if maybe that gave her any ideas. It did not. No, she gave up on that idea. I, I took my shirt off and she said, how about I drag you through the forest? What? what? I was like, that's not how I thought this afternoon was going to go. I had a very different... Please don't put me on camera, y'all. You can show my feet. That's it. Show me in my flip-flops that I wore to the forest. I really thought this afternoon was going to work out very differently. I did not expect to be on the TV. I was just going to go Hacksaw Ridge. Never been on live TV before. (laughs) Like no man left behind. Hexaw Ridge is a uh, historic s- story of a uh, conscientious ex- objector who got the Medal of Honor for bravery in battle in World War II. So I don't understand. Was she conscientiously objecting to going to the forest? It's an odd, it's an odd parallel to make. I was just like that fellow in World War II that didn't want to go. But he had to go, and then he, uh, you know, no man left behind. This is just like that fella during the Battle of Okinawa. I, I feel like, yeah. And I was just, I was just trying to get to second base in the woods. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Even with myself, if need be. <laughs> That's why I kept. Sig- I, I thought maybe uh, if we got our T-shirts wet, that would somehow give her an idea. So I said, let's stay hydrated with a wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> and uh, nope. She didn't go for it. No, she kept babbling about Hacksaw Ridge. And I figured, boy, I brought the wrong girl to the forest. This is not going according to my plan. So I humped a dead tree. Yeah, I was pretty horned up out there. I, um, I made love to a possum. Well, or... Frankly, the possum made love to me. I did a lot more receiving than giving, if I'm being honest. It was just like Hacksaw Ridge out there. Possum made me its its own. Please don't put me on TV. I don't want that possum recognizing me and calling me for a second date. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 I want to buy the rights to this story and make it a movie. All right. Because I think... There's a lot here. Yeah. There, there's some real meat to this one. We have a new world record holder. A martial artist from India has recaptured the Guinness World Record from his longtime rival <laughs> by smashing 273 walnuts with his forehead in one minute. I want to live in that sentence forever. Yeah. Just smashed wow. 273 walnuts to reclaim the world record for smashing walnuts with your forehead from his longtime rival. That's a movie. Sure These is. two hate each other. And they love smashing walnuts with their head. You could just call the movie Go Nuts. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. With this <laughs> Consider yourself sing. Sing the day. <laughs> Yes. They, they drive each other nuts. This I, rivalry. I can't tell you how much I love the idea yeah. of somebody working around hard, the clock out of spite. I constantly. must defeat my rival. 
constantly, late at night when no <laughs> one's watching, I'm just busting walnuts against my head. Can you imagine in the movie I want to make the montage the scenes montage, yeah. of both of these knuckleheads just smashing their just head. basically running through the streets of Philadelphia, smashing walnuts on your head. Yes. Now, is that how you is that how you break that record? Is that when you're smashing walnuts oh, to no. your head? Oh no, brother! Do you use your hand? Oh no, brother! You They're don't. on a table. Oh, <laughs> that's even. Better. I told you it would be. I told you it would be. I like that. Here he goes. Oh my God. I mean, this is something else. How in the world? <laughs> Just keep that audio. Oh my God! It goes on for you know it's a well, we don't, minute. We don't, we don't need the whole thing. But. Naveen Kumar is 27 years old. He used his forehead to smash the raw walnuts, breaking the record of 254. So he did 273 walnuts. The old record was set by his rival, Muhammad Rashid, back in 2017. So he's been working on this for some time. I must defeat my rival and the, uh, the world record smashing walnuts with your forehead on a table. Yeah, you would think you'd just end up with one of those, like, actually embedded in your head. <laughs> How do you not have it in your brain? Yeah, you're right. Do you have to, like, work on... Building up some sort of uh, tolerance, like, like callus on your. Yeah. Let me show you this video. I, I know this. We're not doing a visual medium here. I know. But you've you've got to I see, see this. It. I want to see it. It's too bad that Regis isn't uh, alive to see this. Uh, Gelman, whatever you're thinking, don't. I don't want this guy on the show. We're not gonna kill another one. They look like they're eggs, right? I can understand breaking eggs with your head. Look at how big they are. And this character is just going to let these walnuts have it. Watch how fast he goes. Yeah. It's just, it's unbelievable. Here he goes. <laughs> it's just. Look at how he's using his hands to really. Okay, so they got the walnuts in little holes. So they've made a special table for yeah, him so right. the walnuts don't fall off. It doesn't even look like he's hitting it very hard. He is, though, man. I guess he is. Look at that, like, hunch in his back from being hunched over all the time. Smashing walnuts with his face! What is going on? He's slowing down. What are they saying? Listen to him grunts. Was, was, was that a woman telling someone to get out of his way? Get out of his way, you! <laughs> All walnuts that were uh, used were donated for consumption after the record attempt, so the food is not wasted. Here he comes. Oh, give him a hand. Doing this on a rooftop somewhere in India. Wow. Tell me you wouldn't watch the movie. He first had the record in 2014 of 150 walnuts, 
broke his own record with 181 in 2016, but then his rival Kumar in 2017 shattered that record by breaking 217 walnuts with his head. He should take this act on the road. These two went head-to-head in a Guinness World Records challenge on an Italian... Literally. On an Italian TV special. Kumar broke 239 walnuts, and Rashid took back the record with 254. Rashid said he uh, trained with Pabkahar Reddy, a serial world record breaker with several of his own Guinness World Record titles in various martial arts categories. Uh, I don't know, man. And this is a this is a martial artist. Only someone trained in the fine art of walnut foo would be able to, <laughs> to pull off such a dramatic feat. They should like hire this guy for tailgate parties. <laughs> like, or school assemblies. <laughs> He's in Buffalo, and then somebody just falls onto the table full of walnuts. You're telling me that the Buffalo fans wouldn't love this? Oh, my God. They go out of their minds. Yeah. Set this guy up with the table. When all the kids are back at school, we're going to dare to keep you kids off drugs. Right. No bullying. (laughs) Now let's bust some walnuts. Kids. Don't drink and drive. Here's Naveen Kumar to use his forehead to smash some raw common walnuts. Just to give you kids the incentive you need to fly right this school year. If you see bullying, report it. No bullying. And now... Now get Kumar out here. Now let's have a wildcat welcome. To drive that point home. (laughs) As part of an anti-bullying campaign, a local high school flies in Naveen Kumar. Anybody got any (laughs) nut allergies? (laughs) Because we're going to take care of that right now. (laughs) You might want to (laughs) leave. You better go ahead and leave the gym. (laughs) Everyone who has a note from their doctor can leave. If you have a nut allergy, Uh please go to the... uh, The rest of you sit down and enjoy this anti-bullying presentation. It only takes a minute. (laughs) Here he comes. See, kids? See how it feels when you bully someone? Don't do it. Being kind doesn't cost you anything. Now let's break some more walnuts. <laughs> I just never stop at leaving. Say no to acid. Uh, give him a hand, Wildcats. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm telling you, if they make a movie of these two going back and forth in their walnut battle... yeah. I will be there opening night. And the training. (laughs) The montage alone from the movie is going to be worth watching. It's like (laughs) chasing a chicken. Four. 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 Barbie has now made a billion dollars at the box office. Okay, so this is worldwide. Yes. Yeah. 
Still, though, it's, that money spends just fine all around the world. Sure it does. A billion dollars at the box office worldwide for the Barbie movie. Someone wondering here if they're a jerk for not swapping seats so a mother and her daughter could sit together for the Barbie movie. Probably. I, I'm, I, might, I might have their back on this. Let me... Uh, All right. Let me share with you what they shared online asking for strangers to determine if they're a jerk or not. Uh-huh. Yesterday, my girlfriend and I went to the movies to go see Barbie. Yeah. I purchased our tickets a few days before and got us seats next to each other in the middle row. Yeah. When we got into the theater, a woman and her daughter were in our seats. Mm. I'm not sure how old the daughter was, but she looked to be about five or six. I let the woman know they were in our seats, and I even showed her the tickets. Mm-hmm. She said... When she purchased her tickets, they only had two seats available, one in the front row and another in the far back. Yeah. She said she wanted to sit next to her daughter, and she didn't want her sitting that far away from her. So she asked my girlfriend if, if, and I if we could swap seats. I told her that wasn't my problem, and I paid for those seats. So I politely asked her if they would get up. The woman said she understood that I paid for the seats, but I didn't have to be so rude and inconsiderate. Before the conversation went any further, someone who overheard us said that they would swap seats with the woman and her daughter. As we were leaving the theater, my girlfriend said she felt bad for the woman and giving up our seats would have been the right thing to do, and I was being a bit inconsiderate. At first, I didn't think I did anything wrong. I paid for those seats, and the woman purchased the tickets knowing she wouldn't be able to sit with her daughter. Now I'm starting to feel a little bad because of what my girlfriend and that woman said. So am I the jerk here? But the woman did end up... Sitting with her kid. Yes. You want to sit with your kid? Buy seats together with your kid. Well, yeah, you should. But a five-year-old. It's not my problem. Well, I'm not saying it is your problem. I, 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 so I'm going to sit in the front row by myself while my girlfriend sits in the back row by herself so that you people who bought your tickets at the last minute can enjoy the movie? False. I don't know that I want to go to a movie that's got that many people in it. Yeah, that's the you thing. Know, that's it's like, how about, it's like, I, I don't want to sit in a packed house. That's that's why you got to kind of wait for these movies to be out for a while. Yeah, a little steam, you know. Well, when you go online. Go see, go see Barbie in like three weeks. Right. When you go to buy your tickets online, you'll notice that the middle rows. Oh, I'm never going to sit in the middle. When Well, you know, you like an aisle seat, don't you? Of course you? I do. The middle is what gets sold out first. Why? Because people like sitting in the middle. They, they think if they're they think off... They think they can see the screen better? Yes, that's what people think. They, if, you, if you sit off to the side, they think you're going to be crooked. You're going to have neck pain. Okay. Don't ask me to explain it. Although, I would prefer to sit in the middle. I find it... Uh, well, that's true. I like you, looking straight that's, ahead. That's true. You don't, you don't get up as... You, you don't get up... In, during a movie, no, really. you really shouldn't. I mean, it's not like a concert where, and, you're, where you're constantly going to get a beer. Well, here's the other thing. If you sit in the middle, you don't have people getting up and walking past you. Because you're in the middle. No I one's going to interrupt you. I suppose. If you're sitting in the middle. I just, yeah, look, I lady, the, I'm sorry uh, you and your daughter can't sit together. There are other screenings. Like, if, you, if this screening wasn't going to work for you, you should have figured out another time to go see the movie. This whole idea of yeah, and I can't yeah. You know, why wouldn't you do that if you were the if you're the mom exactly? If you're the mom, why aren't you going to be like, oh well, th- this 
this time isn't going to work for us, sweetie, because we mm-hmm. can't sit together. Mm-hmm. We'll have to pick a different time or a different day. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But you had to go to that show. That's not my. That's not my problem. You had plenty of. The, Barbie's playing every twenty minutes. It's not like this is the only show where they're doing today. Well, that's true too. There are a ton of showings. Well, you're being inconsiderate. I want to sit with my daughter. Because you have a daughter, we all have to be incon- in, inconvenienced. I want to sit with my girlfriend. These tickets weren't cheap for this movie. Well, here's the thing: this person who's kind of feeling bad about it, yeah, probably should get over it. You just. <laughs> Well, that seems to be the consensus it, it, It'll here. be like, you know what? The fact that you felt bad at all, uh-huh. th- you know, that's enough of a... That's the, that's the only penalty you have to have. But now it's, now it's time to move on. Here's a similar story. Somebody wondering if they're a jerk. Am I a jerk for switching seats so a family could sit together because my wife asked me to? My wife and I were on a flight home and I was seated across the aisle from her when a young family of four came onto the plane. Uh-huh. Not sure why they didn't board first, but I didn't see them at the gate, so perhaps they were late for their connection. They had the two seats beside me and one further back in the plane. The gentleman asked if I would be willing to trade seats so their family could sit together. I said no, and I immediately got the evil eye from my wife. She mouthed the words, let them sit together. I asked where the other seat was, and it was in a row with extra leg room. Since I had booked my seat for the leg room and my wife was mouthing curses at me, I agreed to switch. The family took the row, and I shuffled into the back. I put on my noise-canceling headphones and proceeded to fall asleep. About an hour into the flight, my wife came back to speak with me. She was complaining that the baby in the family was crying and keeping her awake. Well, that's too bad. Sorry. my response was, yeah, okay. I'm going to go and back to Yeah, and I'm going back to sleep. She wanted me to trade seats no. with her. Oh, no. So that she could sleep. Oh, no. I was by the window and comfortable, so uh. I said, no. <laughs> I said that if you hadn't told me to switch, yeah. then the father and mother and the baby would be sitting way back here where I am. Yeah. And the other parent and the young boy would be up front with us. She went back to her seat and is still mad at me for doing what she wanted yeah. and then not taking the crummy end of the stick well, afterwards. Yeah, but so am I the jerk no, here? No, you're not the jerk. But, and she knows and she, she knows she got what she deserved. She's just not happy about it. Uh-huh. You're going to have to get over it. I'm here because you told me that's to come right. here. And now that you don't like it, yes. that's... You don't have a... You don't have a leg to stand on no. with this argument. No. So you can you can be mad at me all you want. You know you shouldn't be. That's the thing. I can't imagine it's if one. I were the wife, the temerity to yeah. go back and say, I need you to go no, there. No, no, no. That family's a lot. It's not something it's not something you would do. Right. No. It's one thing, it's one thing to have your wife mad at you for something that you screwed up. Mm-hmm. I, I could handle this pressure all day long. <laughs> you'd be you'd be mad at me all you want to be. I'm comfortable, and I've got noise-canceling headphones, which uh-huh. I thought to pack. You didn't. So uh, back up there. So, oh, oh, oh uh, flight attendant, this woman is bothering me. <laughs> and has been for years. 
Yeah, somebody's saying, no, you're not a jerk here. Your wife wanted to be generous, but only with your comfort, right. not, not hers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, someone else saying, yeah, LOL, what your wife got on that flight was a taste of karma. Well. And then another one just says, your wife sounds exhausting. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're ganging up on her pretty quickly. Boy. <laughs> That escalated quickly. Yeah, you can be. You can I mean, be, that uh, really got out of hand fast. You can be upset with me as, as long as you'd like to be uh-huh. over this one. And why was I sitting back there uh-huh. and you were up there? Yeah. Why Why was that? Why what, don't you, why what don't you, happened? Why don't you, uh, you're still kind of giving me the cold shoulder? Mm-hmm. shoulder? Mm-hmm. Why don't you explain to our friends the scenario? I'm going to go. And see what they think. Because uh, I'd be, I'd love to hear <laughs> their assessment of things. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have no problem. Tell him, tell him, tell him the story. <laughs> and why was, why was I back there? Yeah. Why was I sitting back there? Tell him there? why you're still upset with me. <laughs> Go right ahead. Number five. 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 Number five. I feel like, and I don't have any evidence to support this, frosty machines at Wendy's, those aren't broken the way that the ice cream machines are broken at other fast food places. Doesn't sound like it. Right. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like they have the same issues for whatever reason. But the announcement that's coming, I'm told, any day now from the good people at Wendy's, pumpkin spice Frosties. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense. And that's to, like, replace what? The strawberry? Because they've had strawberry for a while. The the strawberry Frosties will run out, and then as of September 12th, as predicted, the pumpkin frosty and a pumpkin spice cold brew will be available at Wendy's. Yeah, we're getting close to all that stuff. Now, pumpkin frosty, I imagine, will taste somewhat similar to the pumpkin shakes you get at Whitey's, right? Probably. I don't know that I. No, I hate that, this. That's, that'll be just fine. Uh huh. I'm not totally anti pumpkin spice. No. It's just it's some of the stuff, it's like, yeah, come on. It's pumpkin spice, like, they'll, they'll try to put pumpkin spice flavors on, like, saltines or, you know, something. It it's, doesn't lend itself there. You could only get a chocolate frosty up until 2006? Is that right? The only flavor of frosty. I don't remember the vanilla. Uh, yeah, that's what you're, I guess. Vanilla is always my go-to uh, choice for uh, milkshake flavors because, of course, it is. I'm a bland uh, uh, weenie. When well, you like to a you like an empty canvas. Random. Yes, let's go with that. This uh, this says that when the Frosties were introduced uh, back in '69, uh, dude. Yeah, from 1969 until 2006, the only flavor of Frosty available was chocolate, and then vanilla was added as a choice in 2006. So. From 2006 until 2022, those were your options, vanilla or chocolate. And they were available at all times? Yes. Okay. Then you, you, you can't have a third flavor. So vanilla Frosty has been unavailable because it's been strawberry Frosty this whole time. Move. We're not getting rid of chocolate. Move. Obviously. So you've got your chocolate. And your strawberry for now. Because and then as of September 12th, it'll be chocolate and pumpkin frosty. Because the machines mm-hmm. 
that they apparently have no big problems with yes. can only handle two flavors. Again, that's just based on my limited Wendy's experience, but I don't know that I've ever been told at a Wendy's the Frosty Machine is down. I don't know that there's a website like there is for McDonald's where you can go and look to see where all the Wendy's Frosty Machines aren't working. And maybe milkshakes are a different animal than... Well, do they, do they have ice cream at Wendy's? Can you get a cone at Wendy's, or you just get milkshakes? It's, well, it's not even a milkshake. It's a Frosty. Right, but come on. It's, mm. it's, it's different how. What makes a Frosty different from a milkshake? Well, typically, a milkshake is you're using some sort of hand dip ice cream. Oh. This is all just kind of The consistency slush. and texture are the key differences between a traditional milkshake and a Frosty. The Frosty was designed to be thick enough to use a spoon, smooth enough to use a straw, and perfect when enjoyed on the end of a fry. Hmm. Is it a milkshake? Is it ice cream? It's, it's, it's neither. Frosties are labeled as a dairy product, but it has emulsifiers in it to keep it solid longer. Interesting. Oh, the emulsifier. That's what we're dealing with here. Frosty is one of the five original Wendy's menu items. When the first location opened in 69, Dave Thomas, there were five items on the menu. That was it. Hamburgers, chili, french fries, soft drinks, and the Frosty. That's all you need. That's all they had. That's all you need. Thomas had previously managed a few Kentucky Fried Chicken franchises, and... He said, the first thing we're going to do is cut down the size of the menu. And he followed the same idea with Wendy's. You give people too many options, uh, they get, uh, you know, they, they, they get uh, confused. There's pictures of Dave Thomas out there with his, like, little um, Kentucky Fried Chicken outfit. Oh, yeah. Frosties need a temperature between 19 and 21 degrees Fahrenheit in order to keep the signature consistency of the Frosty. Which, again, is like a milkshake and soft serves ice cream uh, had a, some sort of unholy union. According to a press release here from Wendy's, the Frosty is kept between 19 and 21 degrees to keep that consistency. The Frosty ingredients are not a secret, but the exact formula for putting them together, that is. Wendy's introduced the strawberry Frosty shake. There's also the twisted Frosty, the Frosty Parfait. A frosty waffle cone at one point was introduced. Hmm. Hmm. And it says here that the frosty from Wendy's has fewer calories than other shake-like treats. And if you get a, a frosty, a large frosty, it's 590 calories. If you go to Sonic and get a large shake, it's 1,330 calories. And you're telling me mm-hmm. that you can't use the hamburgers in the chili. Oh, I hadn't heard that. That you have to commit the ground beef to the chili. You can't, like, use leftover hamburgers in the chili. Where did you hear this from? Who What's told that? you this? That you can't do it. Why not? It's just ground beef. Well, that's what I was saying. I was thinking you could. Yeah. It would make all the sense in the world. Yes. That's like, we made these hamburger sandwiches, and uh, we didn't sell them, so let's make chili out of them. But I'm, my guess is that, no, you can't do that. you got to commit to making just chili. 
This says, according to a former employee at Wendy's, any excess frosty mixture at the end of the day, yes, right, it's emptied and stored in a freezer overnight before it goes back into the machine the next day. Part of Wendy's effort to reduce food waste as much as possible. Then why wouldn't you do that with hamburgers and chili? Some stores even utilize uneaten, still fresh burgers in their chili recipe, according to an insider. They do? They do, in fact. But that's just good business. You've been given bad intel. That's just good information. They're very into reducing food waste at Wendy's, so they will use unused hamburgers. Uneaten, still fresh hamburgers are used in the chili recipe, according to this insider uh, at Wendy's. I'm happy to hear it. Okay. So you had been told that they're not allowed to, or you just, did you make an assumption? Where did you get this, that they didn't use it? I'm not sure exactly where I got that. Well, I'm pleased to say that uh, Wendy's has thought this all the way Is through. that true? According to an insider that, there, according to a former employee. I hope it's true. I, why would anyone lie about that? What a terrific waste of time that would be. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like this. And just like that, that's the end of this engagement of Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Thanks for downloading it. Maybe you, you, you've subscribed. And thanks to Nature's Treatments. Yeah, Nature's Treatment brought you the uh, podcast, and you should keep this in mind. Nature's Treatment has the largest menu in all of Illinois and offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, edibles, and so much more. If you're an Illinois resident, sign up for your medical cannabis card. You can do so through leafwell.com, and you can receive coupons and discounts. So we get a chance to do this for you again. Hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on. Quad Cities representing. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Dabbing board. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hi, this is Art Linkletter. Thanks for listening. That does it. Out you two pixies go through the door or out the window. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.